Hi guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing and today I am talking to you about two ladies that I discovered. I've talked to you a little bit about a uh, Araba Joy, but now they've joined forces and I took a little notes on uh, Jen Evangelista and a uh, Arba Araba Joy. Sorry, guys. I really can't pronounce some of these names, but I will leave links down below so you can get to know them a little better. But they talk about quiet time. Uh, and I will leave information about them, especially if you're busy moms. Um, this is uh, some busy mom quiet time and why it's important. Um, in my notes, these are some of the things I wrote and then I'll do a little bit of a review of what they said um, in their recap. But why is it important to have quiet time with God? Because it helps us in our mental health. It helps us in our spiritual health. It connects us with the Lord and it equips you for good works, which is Ephesians 2.10 and 2 Timothy 3.16 through 17. It enriches us, um, and that's Colossians 3.16, and where she uses an example of how white bread is white because they've taken out, they've bleached it, right? If they've depleted it and then they put all those vitamins, when they bleach it and, and make white bread, they've depleted it of all color and everything to make the white bread. But then they put it all, all those nutrients back in. Um, so she says, that we get depleted just by living our daily lives and, you know, the news, all the negativity in the world just kind of depletes us. And uh, she talks about reading God's word daily will put his word back into us to refill us up. And then she says, facilitate your fruitfulness. It says, John 15 verses four through five talks about our fruitfulness. Uh, she says, how do we do this? How do we have quiet time with God? First, we make a plan. And um, by that, she just says, you know, if you know that you have time, quiet time in the pickup line to pick up your kids. You can use that time just to read the word. And she says, reading the word and having Bible study time is two different times. Right now, she's just talking about quiet time to actually read the word and just get some of that knowledge in our hearts and minds by reading it. And um, so she says, you know, you have to have a plan, whether you plan to do it every morning, whether you 
plan to do it during lunchtime or whether you plan to do it at night or planning to use all the little quiet times that you know you're going to have. You know, if there's some nearby towns that you have to drive to for work, you can use your drive time to listen to it on audio. Or like I mentioned before, if you have times where you have to sit and wait for your kids, you can read it. Now, one of the ladies said that she does, she would take her kids to the park and then she would uh, read her Bible there. Me as a mom, I was really too scared that I would get distracted by reading that I, I, would, I was just afraid for my kids' safety that way. But if you take them, if you have a backyard where you know strangers aren't going to come, I, you know, that's just how I, my mind works. I just feel like God wants, you know, God speaks to me about safety. And um, that's just how my brain works. Because I used to be a teacher, so I, I, I'm always thinking of that. But take them to play in the backyard during your Bible reading time or have Bible reading time with your kids. First, read them out of a children's Bible and then you read your Bible. But do what works for you, but have a plan so that you can be intentional about it. And then number two, um, part of that plan is setting a date and um, making it a priority. And I I think I mentioned briefly just a few seconds ago, you also can do this with an audio book or a, uh, I just discovered they have one-year Bibles on podcast. I like podcasts just a little bit better than audio book because on audio book, you have to intentionally go into audio book and me, I already listen to a lot of podcasts. So I would, for so that is easier for me because I can just go from the Bible podcast to another podcast that I listen to regularly. Where audiobook, yes, I do audiobook when I'm intentional about reading a specific book. Um, so it just works differently for my brain uh, to do it for podcasts, but both of them, audiobook and podcast, both have one-year Bibles that you can listen to, and that way you can do it while washing dishes. You can do it when you're doing some of those mundane tasks um, at home. Um, but uh, number three, she says, find a place where your brain knows it is time to read the word. Like if you have that particular place that's Bible reading time, it does switch. Eventually, a switch kind of goes off into your brain and it it makes it a regular habit in your brain and your brain gets prepared. Okay, this is my Bible reading time. And then don't forget, step four is to pray. Um, they had an acronym, I-O-U-S. I incline my heart, Psalms 119.36. O, open my eyes, Psalms 119.37. 
119 verse 18. You for unite my heart, Psalms 86 verse 11. And S satisfy me in the morning, Psalms 90 verse 4. And then the fifth step is to listen to God speak and write it down. So those are the notes that I took while they were speaking. So now let me uh, give you a little overview. Uh, Araba and Jen say, it's often hard as busy moms to find the quiet time we want to spend with God. Araba and Jen will share five steps to help us have that meaningful quiet time. A meaningful quiet time is when we set aside a particular time to really become grounded and connected with the Lord because that is where we get so much of our strength. Now, they, Jen says, no matter what stage of life that you are in, we all have this in common. We need each other. We need accountability. We need community and we need time with our creator. Daily quiet time will equip us for good works. When we spend time in God's word, we understand what those good works are. Meaningful quiet time will enrich us. The word of God adds back to us those things that have been taken from us through living our daily life. Quiet time will facilitate our fruitfulness. Daily time with God will assist us in abiding in Christ, which results in being fruitful. Now, here are those steps, and this is how they explain the five steps. One, have a plan when we study the Word of God. Know what you are going to do, whether it is to be a Bible reading, Bible study, uh, prayer, etc. Before you get started, have that a plan. And that's where they mention they use uh, the one year Bible and one of them uses the day by day. They each use a different uh, one year Bible. But just like I said earlier, you can either find your own one year Bible or you can look on a podcast or on um, Audible, and there are lots of good one-year Bibles. Now, I found one that is a Catholic um, one-year Bible, and he was very enjoyable to listen to. He was very pleasant. You, It kept your interest. Um, then I found a um, King James one-year Bible, and it, that just read you know, the King James Version. And then I found another one um, that I think I'm going to listen to. His name was Brian Harden. Now, I don't know these people at all. I just saw Brian Harden, and I listened to him read the Bible. And that one was very, um, you know, some of them can be very, very, very monotoned and very boring. And I'm not saying you cannot get, 
you can definitely get what you need out of that. But sometimes my brain just needs a little more or my mind will wander. So I, uh, I decided to pick Brian Harden and um, the Catholic One Year Bible just because they were pleasant to my ears, pleasant to my mind. I was able to stay engaged because that's the way my brain works. So find what works for you and um, read the Bible. So um, let's see, make a daily date with God. One option is scheduling the time day by day according to your schedule. Another option is using the same time every day, such as in the mornings. Uh, Number three, find a place to study. Studies show if you choose the same place to study, you study more effectively. Effectively, it's best if the space isn't used for multiple purposes. And I'm sure it's because you don't want to pick a place that's distracting. And plus, I think the science behind that is that your brain knows, okay, this is where I read my Bible. And it starts to um, reprogram your brain to be prepared to start getting what you need to do um start number four start with prayer some favorite verses to pray are psalms 119 verse 36 psalms 119 verse 18 psalms 86 verse 11 and psalm 90 verse 14 if that went too fast for you you can always pause and uh, write those down And now the fifth way to uh, do this is the fifth step is document how God speaks. This can be done through Bible journaling, parallel scripture writing, verse mapping, just writing a little something about what you learned in the passages that you read just so that your mind... uh, and plus, this will let you know if you were your mind was able to pay, pay attention to the whole thing and absorb what it was saying and uh, and listen. Sometimes we need that quiet time to hear what God is telling us in the scriptures, and it, you know it's supposed to speak to us. So um, take that time, and sometimes it's just fifteen minutes a day. You know, it's not everyone spends four hours a day in the Bible. Not everyone has time for four hours a day. Not everyone has time for an hour a day. Now, you can work your way up to 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, especially if you know, okay, this is going to be a busy week. I'm not going to be able to read the Bible every uh, day, so I'm going to need to read ahead so that I don't get behind if I want to do it in a year. But, you know, there's really no um, perfect way to do this. If you need two years to read the whole Bible in two years, that is okay. What you, and it doesn't matter how long it takes, especially if this is the first time you've attempted to read the Bible through. Um. 
it doesn't matter how long you take as long as you keep going and don't stop. And that's the important part. And I'm challenging myself too, because I'm really embarrassed to say, I do study the Bible. I do lots of Bible studies. I listen to lots of teachings. I listen and read and do Bible studies, but I'm embarrassed to tell you, I have not read the Bible through from front to cover. And uh, I would like to challenge myself to do that as well. And that's why I'm going to start today, even though it's not January 1st, where most people start reading the Bible through. Because of the podcast, it's starting today. So I'm going to start today. So by the time January comes, when I start in Genesis, I will have already read whatever September through December and then I'll start with the January. And then when these, this, these months come next year, it'll just be a refreshing, it'll, I'll read it through. I'll read those parts again. Um, so I'm challenging you, but I'm also challenging myself. All right, guys, I will see you on the next podcast and the ne- next YouTube. And I will see you later.